Hello, my little brothers and sisters, and welcome to Contemplicate, where I hope that you can come to personally know Jesus by using your imagination and the Gospels, just like the saints did. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. I'm really excited that we get to spend the next couple of weeks in the Gospel of John, my favorite gospel, maybe my favorite book in the Bible. I want to tell you a little bit about about John. So John um, and his brother James were the sons of Zebedee, also called the sons of Thunder. And Zebedee must have been quite the guy to get the nickname of Thunder, sons of Thunder. Um, and he would have been the youngest uh, apostle. And so he's often shown without a beard. So if you see a picture of the apostles and one of them doesn't have a beard and he looks younger, that would likely be John. At the Last Supper, um, you will often see one disciple with his head like leaning on Jesus' shoulders or on his chest. And that's John. And uh, John was one of the, the three disciples who were closest to Jesus. And so there is, there is things that he got to see, like the transfiguration on the mountain that other disciples didn't get to see. Um, and he is called by himself the disciple um, who Jesus loved. Uh, it seems like he was probably the disciple whom Jesus loved the most, although he loved all of them tremendously. But the reason for that is probably that John was probably the purest. He was probably the most like a child, um, the youngest. And, well, uh, all the other apostles are, are sent off eventually to foreign lands. Um, John is the one whom Jesus gives is Mary's son. And so he uh, originally stays with Mary and uh, makes uh, his home with Mary um, and takes care of her um, as her son, um, but eventually um, probably goes off into Asia uh, to, to preach the gospel. But his uh, gospel is sometimes considered a uh, maybe harder to understand or more theological than the other three Gospels. But I think it might actually be simpler. simpler. And since John was perhaps the most childlike, it might be one of the easiest for children to, to understand. So uh, in the Gospel today, um, it tells the story of la last week was the baptism of the Lord. And this week, uh, John as in John the Baptist, sees Jesus walking by and he says to two of his disciples standing by him, behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples hear what he said and they follow Jesus. And Jesus turns and he sees them following him and he says to them, what are you looking for? And they say to him, Rabbi, where are you staying? He says to them, come and you will see and they went and they saw where Jesus was staying and they stayed with him that day. So I want you to really think about this, uh, that they fought. So John tells them, behold the Lamb of God, these two disciples, one of them whom is Andrew, Andrew, the first disciple. And they, they follow him. They're like, well, John has told us that he is preparing the way for another and John just told us that there, there goes the Lamb of God. And so we will follow him. And they follow him. 
and and Jesus walking along and he hears these footsteps behind him, right? And he turns around and he says something that's fairly natural, something you might say like, "What what are you looking for? And they don't really answer him. They answer with another question. They start with, Rabbi, where are you staying? So they, they skip over the question of what are you looking for? What are they looking for? The, the answer um, that they give, Rabbi, where are you staying? The answer with another question. If you ask somebody, where are you staying? Where, where do you live? It probably means you want to go visit them. And so they, they're kind of answering the question of saying, we're not sure, but we want to be with you. And there's this uh, beautiful word um, in the Greek that is translated as staying, but it, the same word is translated in other points in John's gospel as abide. Have you ever heard the word abide? Abide means uh, to dwell with, to stay with. And so when they ask Jesus, where are you staying? Where are you abiding? That's the very first question that any of the apostles asked Jesus. And in the, in the Gospel of John, the very last conversation that they have with Jesus at the Last Supper, three years later, so if you so you have this little, this little scene of, of the disciples asking Jesus, where are you staying? And I want you to fast forward three years later, Jesus is about to die on the cross. And uh, Peter asks him, when Jesus talks about, you know, that, that he's going to go, that he's leaving them. And Peter asks him, where are you going? Jesus, where, where are you going? Why are you leaving us? And Jesus replies to him. He says, in my father's house, there are many dwelling places, which comes from the same word as the word staying abiding. And that word is, is manai. If it were not so, would I have told you that I go to prepare a place for you? And when I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and will take you to myself that where I am, you may be also. It's just so beautiful that the first two apostles, when they meet Jesus, the only thing they can say is, where are, we, where are you staying? Because we want to come and abide with you. And at the very end, three years later, one of the last conversations they have with Jesus, Jesus tells them, I go and I'm going to prepare a place for you so that when I come again, I will take you with me, that where I am, you may be also. It gets at the heart of what we want as human beings. We want love. We want to be with God who is love. We want to dwell with Jesus. So let's do our meditation and maybe beforehand prepare a, a song um, that you can listen to that's at least you know three to five minutes long. Um, some of the songs I've been using are from uh, the, the album Adoration at Ephesus. But get that ready. And then we'll do a short meditation. And then I just want you to end the meditation by spending three to five minutes in silence walking with Jesus.
Let us ask the Holy Spirit to come and enlighten us. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of thy faithful and enkindle in them the fire of thy love. I want you to pretend that you are a disciple of John and you're standing there with him. Maybe you're standing by, by the river and on the other side of the river, Jesus walks by and John says, behold the Lamb of God. And you think, well, if that's the Lamb of God, I want to follow him. And so you, you cross that river and you're, you're following after Jesus and you're trying to catch up and he, he leaves the river and he, he's, he's walking off and you get to decide, is he walking into the desert or is he walking through like rolling grassy hills? You get to decide and you're, you're following after him and, and he hears you. He hears you following after him and he turns around and he looks at you and he says, what are you looking for? And I hope in your heart you feel, Jesus, we're looking for you, Jesus. We're looking for you. And so ask him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And Jesus turns to you and he says, come and you will see. And then he turns around and he starts walking. And I want you to spend the next five minutes just walking with Jesus and knowing that he is taking you to where he is staying and you are going to get to spend the day with Jesus. How beautiful. But for now, you're just walking with him. And if, and if there's a question that comes up or something you want to say to Jesus, after a while, just say it to him. Talk with him. Talk with your Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. <laughs>